A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians. Brothers and sisters, have among yourselves the same attitude that is also yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, coming in human likeness, and, found human in appearance, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Because of this, God greatly exalted him, and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend, of those in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. A name that is above every other name, that every knee should bend at the name of Jesus, in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. To me, this speaks very strongly about the power of the name of Jesus, that not just the choirs of saints and angels in heaven should bend their knee at his name, but everyone on earth and under the earth. It truly speaks of the magnitude of the reverence due to his name. In the Bible, there is quite a history to the power of a name in general. Usually, knowing someone's name signifies a relationship. Typically, it signified a relationship of power. For example, God gave Adam the power over the other creatures by allowing him to name them. Yet it's different with God. He instead gave Moses his name as a gratuitous gift, I am. This name signifies the closeness of God to his people Israel. It was the beginning of the communion, the covenant, that he would be their one God, their holy God, their creator. And truly, he, he is our creator. We are the only creature he has created that is capable of having a relationship with him. Through this covenant, the Lord promised Israel closeness, protection, descendants, and that he would be their God, I am. And the covenant came with a call to live a life worthy of that relationship. Hence, there were the Ten Commandments. I think especially of the commandment about not taking the Lord's name in vain, because this is the commandment that really asks for the respect of the holiness of the name of Lord. And his people, Israel, really respected that name and protected its holiness. Veneration of the Lord's name was one of their ways of praising him. Today, this, this reverence carries over to the name of Jesus. And in today's first reading, Paul mentions that God gave Jesus the name that's above all other names. In fact, we read at the beginning of the Gospel of Matthew, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. God is with us. So Jesus' name carries the meaning of the covenant, of that communion and closeness of the Lord. And as we know, Jesus brings the new covenant, 
I think Paul recognizes the importance of this name when he speaks about the importance of genuflecting when we hear the name of Jesus. Now, what does that mean for us today? Obviously, we're not going to genuflect exteriorly every time we hear the name of Jesus. But what is our interior disposition when we speak his name, the Lord's name in general? Like Israel, we obviously don't want to take his name in vain. Unfortunately, it's very common these days when we're upset uh, to take the name of Jesus in vain. I think in a lighter way, it's also become very common to say, oh my God, you know, as, as a response to something that is shocking. But when we say that, are we really, are we really thinking about God? Or is it more of an, an empty expression in vain? When we pray, even when we pray recited prayers, when we say, Our Father, who art in heaven, Our Father, or at the end of a prayer when we say, In Jesus' name, are we saying these, these names as routine? Or, or are we really emphasizing that we're speaking the name of the Lord in that moment? Are we really recognizing the glory and the holiness of our Lord that is present in his name? Are we showing our reverence and our love for him? Are we recalling his closeness and entering into that communion with him? Paul says that, Every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. When we confess his name, are we really putting everything into that name? Are we confessing all of our faith and love in him when we pronounce his name? Today, in whatever prayer we say, let us try to truly confess all our faith and love in the Lord when we say his name as though it were a flowing perfume, a sacrifice of praise offered up for him. Have a great day.